Welcome to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast, and it's my pleasure for today's episode to welcome Rutgers Women's Lacrosse Head Coach Melissa Lehman, uh, entering uh, a season with great expectations after a top 10 finish last year. Coach Lehman, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Aaron. Super excited to get this season started. So you open Saturday at Florida again, or in Florida at Jacksonville. Uh, wanted to ask kind of how that came about on the schedule and um, your plan for starting on the road uh, to get this season going. Yeah, so I'm very excited for this year's schedule, capping it off with a road trip with this team. Um, it'll be some great team bonding on our way down there. I think this season and um, really figuring out and, and making the schedule and putting it together, um, trying to get a lot of top teams outside of our conference to give us that experience. Um, you know, Jacksonville has been in the NCAA tournament for a number of years. So um, it gives us a, a different look and um, gives us a challenge of having to compete against a, a top team um, on the road early in the season, which we hope, you know, is just really good experience and we can learn from um, and take it as we go throughout the season. And you kind of book in the, the season too, because you're at Vermont late as well, uh, kind of in between uh, conference play. How did that game come about? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that late in the year with our Big Ten schedule, always trying to find, we have a bye week and trying to find some good talent at the end of the season. And, you know, Vermont won their conference again last year. So it'll be another good test on the road for us, um, you know, as, as we look to then head into Big Tens. So now that, um, you know, in terms of your tenure here, uh, each year's just gotten better and better in terms of performance. Uh, now that you do have a veteran team, players that know what to expect from you, uh, is that kind of part of your mindset as the coach in terms of, you know, creating new challenges for this team to get them to that next level? Yes, absolutely. You know, throughout um, just the last few years, we've we've had um, instances where, you know, we, we've lost against top talent, you know, and we've struggled on the road at times. And so um, to continue to get better as a program, you have to um, make sure that your team is exposed to a lot of different challenges along the way. And so, um, you know, if we have high hopes of, um, you know, competing, getting back to those championship weekends and making it further in NCAAs, um, this team needs to be tested. You know, they have grown so much as a team and they have a lot of trust and belief, but we're always looking to grow and always looking to learn. And uh, just um, backtracking a little bit, last season, obviously a breakthrough campaign for your program, um, you know, beating uh, eventual, uh, you know, Northwestern who went really far in the NCAA tournament, beating them in the Big Ten tournament, mm -hmm. um, you know, coming uh, really close to, knocking off Stony Brook in that rematch uh, in the NCAA tournament. Um, how much was that growth important for the overall development of your players? And kind of what have you seen in this offseason that, that has helped them grow? Yeah, I think that, that, you know, anytime you're playing those tough teams, um, you know, you, you're going to grow through every opportunity you have out there on the field with them. And very early on, um, you know, when we started playing, Northwestern um, in, I guess it was the 2020 season, then 2020, or sorry, 2021, 2022. It felt like we were just playing them constantly and nonstop. And we got matched up with them in the tournament multiple times. And 
Um, so, you know, you're going to you're going to have some tough times, but you're going to grow along the way. And that's what I saw from my team. And last year in the Big Ten tournament here um, in the semis on our field, I just saw a mindset and a belief um, in this team that they weren't going to waver. And they just felt um, like it was their day and they were ready to go. And so, you know, I think that's what I'm looking for as we continue to schedule these top programs. We're scheduling Stony Brook again this year. So, um, you know, it's a team that we haven't been able to knock off and we've gotten, um, you know, we, we got closer last season, but we know that if we're going to grow as this program, we need to be playing those top teams um, year in and year out to really find, find a way to win when it matters. I thought what was most impressive about that Northwestern win was, uh, and you described it a little bit, but, you know, your team really took, they, they, they took control of the game and really never, it, it was never really in doubt as an observer. You always looked in control in that game, which was so impressive against a top 10 team or a top team. How has that mindset helped your team, uh, you know, going up against these great programs that, you know, they, they now expect to win? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's a challenge to get to that place, but um, it, it's what we talk about in team meetings and um, what the leaders really expect of this team is high standards at practice. And we're not just going to be able to turn it on on game day. And if we're going to be competing with these top programs, we have to expect that of a, our of ourselves. And so that started in the fall, in the off season, and how we were training and how are we we're pushing each other and what we expected of, you know, the newcomers to this team and the freshmen coming in. Um, it's a mindset that you're going to compete. And I think that's the biggest thing that this team does so well um, day in, day out, you know, on the field, in the weight room. Um, you know, I see it from them and that develops confidence. And you're, the only way you're going to be confident going up, up against these top um, talented teams is if you, you um, practice that and you live that day in and day out. So you have uh, a lot of key veterans returning. It starts with Cassidy Spillis, um, the All-American special player. Uh, how has her game grown uh, at Rutgers? And how, um, I guess, what are your expectations for her this season? Yeah, so, I mean, coming off an excellent year, Cassidy has just done so much for this program to elevate our team. Obviously, she puts in lots of goals, but she really gets it done all over the field. And we've seen her grow. Throughout her career, um, she's a big part of our, our defensive side as well, causing turnovers, clearing the ball, getting key ground balls. Um, but we'll look to her this year to facilitate more on the offense, have the ball in her stick more, um, not just on the inside as a cutter, which she does so well finishing on the inside and um, really looking to her to, um, you know, when I say facilitate for us, create offense, drive, draw, um, things that really help um, create movement on our offense. So whether it's her actually getting to goal, we know that she's going to draw a number of defenders being a high profile player that she is um, and understanding that when she does, she draws too. Um, that's an opportunity to move the ball and we find teammates on the backside. And so giving her that understanding of, um, you know, just being that well-rounded offensive threat for us. And obviously with the uh, program's all-time point leader, uh, T.T. Nislanski, now uh, gone, um, how, what are your expectations for filling that void on the offense and 
who are you looking to step up this year? Yeah, you know, it's always tough to fill a void of that many points, but I'm excited. I have a team that is eager to work together. You know, I think leading that charge, Marin Hartshorn on the offensive side, she has for so many years been that quarterback. Um, she settles the team. She gets the team on the same page. Her IQ is one of the best in the game. And so um, our challenge to her this year was really to um, have her step up in many ways and put the ball in the back of the net, you know, find opportunities for her to take it. Um, and she's been doing that well, saw that a lot this fall. And, um, you know, we'll continue to look to her in, in a lot of ways, not just facilitate and assist, but get the ball, um, go take her opportunities when she sees them. Um, and with that being said, you know, we have a, a lot of players on the attack that got minutes last year that I, I see being big players for us. Kate Carolanza is coming off um, a year where she got an opportunity in the starting lineup and she's playing at a very high level um, as well as um, Jenna Byrne and Ashley Campo and Ashley Moynihan. So um, excited to see these returners back and stepping up because anytime you lose someone, that's an opportunity for other people to step in and, and show what they have and what they're capable of. Ashley Campo, also a preseason All-American, but wanted to ask about uh, Megan Ball, obviously the leader of your defense, uh, has had a tremendous career already. Uh, how important is she to this team and, and where has she grown in the offseason? Yeah, Meg is, is just solid everywhere. I can't say enough about her, just such a force on the field and someone you can count on. Um, you know, she gets those draws for us. She always has a top matchup. She comes up with huge plays. Um, and in this in this offseason, we've challenged her to become really more of a vocal leader out there on the defense. And so she's been doing that, um, you know, alongside Jess Beneducci on that backside. I think the two of them in tandem have really worked well and they have high goals for this defense. You know, um, this is their fourth year working together. And, um, you know, I think they've created. Um, along with our, our defensive coach, um, Ali Heavens, just a solid defense that trusts each other, plays together, plays for one another. And I'll be looking to, uh, to them to also um, make, make our defense a little bit more aggressive this year. I think Meg has that mentality. We have a lot of athletes on um, the field there. And so I think that, um, you know, we're looking to to play a little bit more aggressive style in ways, knowing that we have a strong keeper in net as well with Sophia Cardello. Right. Uh, you read my mind. Uh, so uh, obviously she's kind of been thrown into the fire young in her career uh, and it, it really got better as the year went on last year. How has her development continued and um, what are your expectations for her this season? Yeah, I mean, she has high goals for herself, and I think that's been a joy to coach. Um, she just puts in the time, puts in the work, and um, as as a youngster, you know, being um, thrown into some pretty intense games, um, she's just grown with her confidence, and I think that that's something that we love about her. She has such a confident, calming presence, and so for her, I think this year is just to continue on that. Um, and, and give our defensive unit the belief. I think she's grown into a leader um, and more of a vocal leader. I love that she speaks up um, so much with this team in team meetings. And so I think that this team really counts on her in so many ways. And I'm excited um, just to see what she can do as a junior. Now she's an upperclassman and 
um, taking on more of that leadership role for us. And so I'm looking forward to this season with her. So how much, uh, you know, we've talked about it before, but um, how much does it help having, you know, you probably appreciate the fact that you had a regular off season. There were no pauses with COVID as much uh, as in the past. And how much has that benefited the overall development of your program? Yeah, it's been huge. I think that, um, you know, it, it's been exciting because we've had, we have veterans back. We have experience but we also have a great roster of players that I know can contribute and some underclassmen that haven't maybe gotten the time in years past because they weren't ready. And so um, I'm excited to see a lot of youngsters in the mix, whether it's freshmen or sophomores that are ready to go and give this team um, some uh, a push, a push in the midfield, a spark on the offense. I think we have a lot of players that have gained a lot of confidence this offseason. Um, and I think that'll give us some depth and that will help this team in the long run as we look to go um, deep, deep in the postseason this year. And as some normalcy has returned, I know coaches hate uh, thinking this way, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, have you had a, a breath to just kind of, um, you know, look at how far you've taken the program so far in such a quick period of time? and how much you appreciate where you have things going in. I mean, you're ranked number seven in the preseason polls for a program that didn't even have an NCAA tournament win before you got here. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's you have to take a, a breath here and there and and just take things in. I think that um, especially in coaching and, and just this profession, it's always go, go, go. And so I think it's it's been really nice to appreciate where – this program, how we've grown together. I think that's um, been something really special that as a coach, I've, I'm very thankful. I'm grateful for the staff that I have. I'm grateful for these players that have um, put put so much and invested so much in these last four years. And I really feel like we've done um, amazing things here at Rutgers together. And um, you know, I've just, I've had the support of, of the administration. And so it's been great to get that recognition um, for Rutgers and our name, but you know, we can't rely on that. It's hard work and you have to prove it out on the field. And that's something that our team now we are locked in, um, gearing up for this first game. And how much has the Rodkin center helped having kind of a home base for your team? And, um, you know, obviously it's a beautiful facility, but also just having that as an asset for your program. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been incredible, a world-class facility for us. Um, our team excels not only in lacrosse out on the field, but in the classroom. Um, if anyone follows us, they probably saw that our team, um, again, just exceeded in GPA with, I think, a, a 3.65 or a 3.69. Um, you know, just so proud of them and what they can accomplish. And that's all because what they have here at the, at the Rodkin Academic Success Center, um, it allows for their tutors and, and for them to focus on, um, you know, their schoolwork. And so um, in addition to that, like this home base, it allows them to develop the chemistry that they need. And they're here, they're together. This is their second home. You know, they, they leave their dorm, they leave their house, and it's at the Rodkin for the rest of the day. So um, it's been really amazing. And, um, you know, that just that Rutgers committed to that. Um, it, I think it's helped tremendously for this program. And uh, just in terms of the athletic department as a whole, the camaraderie, there seems to be a lot of camaraderie among the different programs. Obviously, you share the Rockin Center with men's lacrosse. And um, 
couple other programs. How has that helped, I guess, as a, as a whole, um, when you talk about a push just in terms of every program succeeding and wanting to keep getting better? Yeah, well, it's been incredible that all of the four programs here in the Rodkin have just had unbelievable seasons in the last few years um, with men's soccer this fall winning Big Ten tournament, um, women's soccer last year going to the College Cup and men's lacrosse um, making the final four. It's it's been awesome. I mean, these these athletes they they love to support one another they're constantly following each other whether it's at the game watching games at home if they're on the road um and i just think that's the culture we have here at Rutgers. you know they're um these programs are are building and we're pursuing excellence and um you know i think that it's it's been awesome to be on the ride with all these programs and in terms of your team you know you're picked in the top 10 nationally um, but the Big Ten is the Big Ten, and you know you have Northwestern, you have Maryland. Um, what do, I guess? What are your goals for this team uh, as a whole, and how do you kind of keep one eye on the conference and one eye in, in terms of, uh, I guess, worrying about or focusing on what you can control? Yeah. So our goals are, are just like last year. You know, we got a taste of getting to that Big Ten championship, so we're looking forward to that again. But you know, with this season and the schedule that we have. Um, we cannot look too far ahead um, with where we're going. We have to um, look at the game that's in front of us and be very focused because there's a lot of talent to teams on on the schedule. And um, I think that's one of the biggest things with this team. It's about the game um, that we're playing. And so, you know, I think we have a talented team coming up this weekend. I know we do um, in Jacksonville. And so, um, if we keep it one game at a time, I feel like this team can go deep. Head coach, Melissa Lehman, Rutgers Women's Lacrosse. Very excited to watch this team this year and uh, wishing you the best of luck this season. Thanks so much. Go are you.